Thanks for tuning in to Mustang News on KCPR 91.3 FM in San Luis Obispo and worldwide at kcpr.org. I'm Nico Vinuela reporting for Monterey County, getting you the latest updates on the Kristen Smart murder trial. On Tuesday, the prosecution called their last witness and rested their case. Judge Jennifer O'Keefe told the juries, quote, the people have rested, subjected to rebuttal evidence, end quote. After the juries exited the courtroom, the defense attorneys representing Paul and Ruben Flores both motioned to dismiss the case against their clients, citing insufficient evidence in front of the judge. Prosecutor Christopher Purell then gave the judge a brief summary of the evidence that the prosecution has presented in court over the past nine weeks. He told the judge, quote, the only logical conclusion is that both defendants are guilty, end quote, and asked the court to dismiss the motion set forward by the defense. Paul Flores' attorney, Harold Misig, responded to Burrell's summary of the evidence. He said, quote, We don't even know if Kristen Smart is dead, and I know that's hurtful to hear, and I'm sorry to say it. For all we know, she's out in Dubai or the Middle East, end quote, adding that there was an innocent explanation for all of the evidence that the prosecution has presented against his client. Judge Jennifer O'Keefe said she would, quote, respectfully deny, end quote, both motions to dismiss the case. Earlier in the day, Puvrel called James Camp, an investigator with the district attorney's office in San Luis Obispo, to testify about a search warrant he performed on 710 White Court, Ruben Flores' residence in Arroyo Grande. He said that he was there to obtain a DNA swab and said that Ruben Flores was cooperative during the search. He added that when Ruben Flores saw that the warrant also authorized buccal swabs from his ex-wife, Susan Flores, and her boyfriend, Mike McConville, he made a statement to the detectives that Camp described as questionable. In the recording of the interaction, which Puvrel played for the court on Tuesday, Ruben Flores said, quote, They haven't committed no felonies, only me, end quote, quickly correcting himself and adding, quote, I mean, I mean, I'm the only one who's been arrested, end quote. Misik said that Ruben Flores was just confused and misspoke, telling Camp that he was 80 years old at the time of the interaction. Before this next section of the update, I would like to give a trigger warning for mentions of rape and advise listeners who may be sensitive to that content to turn off their radio for the next four minutes. Burrell called three witnesses to the stand on Tuesday to establish context for the prosecution's last piece of evidence, which was an explicit photo of a woman with a red ball gag in her mouth taken as a screenshot from a video found on Paul Flores' laptop. Two survivors of sexual assault, assigned the names Rhonda Doe and Sarah Doe by the court, have previously testified that Paul Flores raped them in 2008 and 2011, respectively. Both testimonies included mentions of a red ball gag that Paul Flores forcibly placed in their mouths as he raped them. Shelby Liddell, a forensic specialist working with the San Luis Obispo Sheriff's Department, testified on Tuesday that she took a photo of Paul Flores' bedroom in his home on West Upland in San Pedro in April of 2021. Puvrel asked Liddell to circle the bedding in the photo, which he then showed the jury. Jason Nadal, a detective with the Slow Sheriff's Department, testified that he found a Dell computer on Paul Flores' desk in that same bedroom. Christopher Fitzpatrick, a computer forensic analyst with the Slow Sheriff's Department, said that he was assigned to retrieve digital evidence from Paul Flores' computer that Nadal seized, where he found the source of the screenshot that Puvrel put in front of the jury. 
Before Pouvrel put up the photo, Judge O'Keefe told the jury that they should only consider it as evidence that Paul Flores was, or was not, the owner of a red ball gag, nothing else. The photo showed the face of a woman with a red ball gag in her mouth, and it featured the same bedding that Liddell had circled in the photo that she took of Paul Flores' bedroom. Outside the presence of the jury, Pouvrel noted that he also submitted screenshots from the video that showed Paul Flores' face, which the court denied. Also outside the presence of the jury, Sanger referred to the photo as, quote, unduly prejudicial, end quote, adding that it provided no evidence of a rape. Last week, a slow local named Jennifer Hudson testified that she heard Paul Flores admit to burying Smart in the town of Huasna. About two weeks later, Hudson said that she followed a white pickup truck to Huasna to drop off some friends, which she later said she realized was the same place that Paul Flores referred to in his statement from their first interaction. When she arrived to the place, which was in 1996, she saw Paul Flores getting out of the white pickup truck, and Hudson said she left immediately after realizing that he was the same person who admitted to Smart's murder a few weeks prior. Hudson said that she did not know Paul Flores' name until years after that interaction, and said that the truck was a four-wheel drive. On Tuesday, the prosecution tried to establish that the truck that Jennifer Hudson saw that day was Paul Flores's, while the defense tried to establish that it wasn't. Pouvrel called Detective Cole to the stand on Tuesday, who told him that he was, quote, positive it's a two-wheel drive, end quote. Cole told Sanger that he had no evidence that the truck was raised or modified since 1996, adding that he has no personal knowledge of it. Pouvrel asked Cole if he was present in the court when Hudson stated that it appeared to be a four-wheel drive, which Cole said he was. Pouvrel said, quote, so there is evidence, end quote, at which point Sanger objected and asked the court to hear a motion. Outside the presence of the jury, Sanger put forth a motion for a mistrial based on Pouvrel's, quote, totally inappropriate, end quote, line of questioning. Judge O'Keefe denied the motion for a mistrial and suggested that counsel move on from this line of questioning. Court proceedings will resume on Wednesday morning, starting with the defense's first witness. Paul Flores is currently charged with Smart's murder, while his father, Ruben Flores, is charged with accessory to the crime. If convicted, Paul Flores can face anywhere from 25 years in prison to a life sentence. His father is facing a maximum sentence of three years. For more detailed daily accounts of the trial's events, you can visit mustangnews.net or follow Mustang News on Twitter for updates. For Mustang News on KCPR, I'm Nico Vignola.